Next Chapter Podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Next Chapter Podcasts presents the Play On Podcast series, A Midsummer Night's Dream. Episode 5, Hot Ice and Wondrous Strange Snow. For the best listening experience, be sure to use headphones or earbuds. Lord, what fools these mortals be. you down upon this flowery bed. I'll kiss and pinch your perfect cheeks, my girl. Stick perfumed roses in your sleek, smooth head. And kiss your fine, large ears, my gentle joy. Oh! <laughs> uh, where's Peas Blossom? Ready. Scratch my head, Peas Blossom. <laughs> oh, where's Monsieur Cobweb? Ready. Monsieur Cobweb, good Monsieur. Get you your weapons in your hand and kill me a red-hipped bumblebee on the top of a thistle. And good Monsieur, bring me the honey bag. And do not fetch yourself too much in the action, Monsieur. And good Monsieur... Have a care. The honey bag not break. Huh? I would be reluctant to have you soaked by a honey bag, senor. <laughs> uh, where's Mr. Mustard Seed? Ready. Give me your palm, Mr. Mustard Seed. Uh, uh? Pray you. Leave your courtesy, good monsieur. Uh, what's your will? Nothing, good monsieur, but to help Calvary Cobweb to scratch. <laughs> oh, I must go to the beauticians, monsieur, for I think I'm perfectly hairy about the face, and I'm such a prissy ass. If my hair but tickles me, I must scratch. <gasps> what? Will you hear some music, my sweet love? I have half decent ear for music. <laughs> Bring out the tongs and the bones. Or say, sweet love, what you desire to eat. Oh, anything that's starchy. I could munch your finest oats. Oh, I'm jonesing for a bale of hay. Good hay? Sweet hay? <clears throat> Has no compare. I have a venturous fairy that shall seek the squirrel's hoard and gather you new nuts. I'd rather have a handful or two of dried peas. Now, I must beg that none of the help awaken me. A sleepy exposition descends upon the story. 
Sleep you, and I will wind you in my arms. Fairies, be gone, and be always away. Much as the woodbine, the sweet honeysuckle, gently entwines, as female ivy so enrings the barky fingers of the elm. Oh, how I love you. How I dote on you. Welcome, good Robin. Yeah. See you this sweet sight. <laughs> Her dotings on this, I begin to pity. For lately, meeting her behind the wood, seeking sweet favors from this hateful fool, I criticized her and fell out with her, for she adorned upon this hairy head a royal crown of fresh and fragrant flowers, and that same dew, which sometimes on the buds will often swell like round and orient pearls, stood now within the pretty floweret's eyes like tears that wept over their own disgrace. And once I had my fill of taunting her, she calmly asked my patience. In reply, I then did ask to take the changeling child, and right away she gave him, sent by fairy to bring him to my bower in fairyland. Since now I have the boy, I will undo this hateful imperfection of her eyes. <laughs> And, gentle Puck, take this transformed head from that of this confused Athenian, so on awaking when the other does. May everyone to Athens then return again and think no more of this night's accident, but as the fearsome troubles of a dream. But first, I will release the Fairy Queen. Now, as you were intended... Be. See as you were meant to see. Diana's bud or Cupid's flower has such force and blessed power. Now, my Titania, wake you, my sweet queen. <laughs> My Oberon, what visions have I seen? I thought I was enamored of an ass. There lies your love. How came these things to pass? Oh, how my eyes do loathe her visage now. Silence a while. Robin, take off this head. Oberon. Titania, call for music. Wake the dead. Turn common sleep to sensibility. Play music now. Unwind the charm of sleep. Now when you wake with your own fool's eyes, peep. <laughs> Sound. 
Music! Come, my queen, take hands with me and rock the ground on which these sleepers be. Solemnly dance in Duke Theseus' house triumphantly and bless his house for all prosperity. May all our faithful lovers wedded be at last along with Theseus joyously. Fairy King, please heed this mark. I do hear the morning lark. Queen, in silence sad, trip we after night's shade, orbiting the globe to soon swiftly overtake the moon. Come, my lord, and in our flight, tell me how it came this night that while sleeping I was found with these mortals on the ground. Find the forester. Our May Day observation must begin. <laughs> and since we have the early part of the day, my love shall hear the music of my hounds freed in the Western Valley. Let them go. Get going, I say, and find the forester. Your grace. We will, fair queen, go to the mountain's top and hear the musical confusion of hounds and echo as they play together. <laughs> I was with Hercules and Cadmus once, when in a wood of Crete they caught the bear with hounds of Sparta. <laughs> Never did I hear such gallant scolding, for besides the groves, the skies, the fountains, every region near seemed all a single cry. I never heard so musical a discord, such sweet thunder. <laughs> <laughs> My hounds are bred out of the Spartan kind. Oh. Thick-jawed and sandy-colored, their heads hung with ears that sweep away the morning dew. Dew-soaked, crook-legged, much like Thessaly bulls, slow in pursuit, but with a bark like bells, each under each. <laughs> 
A cry more musical was never holod to, nor cheered by horn in Crete, in Sparta, nor in Thessaly. You be the judge. <laughs> but wait, what nymphs are these? My lord, this is my daughter here asleep. And this Lysander, this Demetrius, this Helena, old Mater's Helena. I wonder why they're sleeping here together. <laughs> no doubt they rose up early to observe the rite of May, and hearing our intent, came here, respecting our solemnity. But speak, Aegeus. Is this not the day that Hermia should tell us of her choice? It is, my lord. Go, have the huntsmen wake them with their horns. Your grace. Good morning, friends. St. Valentine is past. Do all these birdies only couple now? <laughs> Pardon, my lord. I beg you all, stand up. I know you two are rival enemies. How comes this unity here in the world that hatred is so far from jealousy to sleep by hate and fear no enemies? My lord, I shall reply amazedly, half sleep... Half-waking, but as yet, I swear I cannot truly say how I came here. Oh, but... But, as I think, in honesty I speak. Now I think about it, so it is. I traveled here with Hermia. Our intent was leaving Athens, where we'd be without the punishments of Athens' law. Enough, enough, my lord. You have enough. I beg the law, the law upon his head. They would have sneaked away. Mm. They would, Demetrius, therefore to have defeated you and me. What? You of your wife and me of my consent. Of my consent that she should be your wife. My lord, fair Helen told me of their stealth, of this their purpose coming to this wood, and mad as hell I chased them down to here with love-struck Helena, hot on my heels. But, my good lord... I cannot say by what spell, but by some spell it is. My love to Hermia, like snow that melted, seems to me no more than costume jewelry a child would prize to be unmasked in puberty as paste. And all the faith, what's holy in my heart, the object and the pleasure of my eye is Helena alone. I was engaged to her, my lord. Before I noticed Hermia, but like being sick, I hated food I loved, but then in health, my normal taste came back. My every appetite is Helena. Forever I'll be true to she I love. Hermia, <laughs> how blessed are the meetings of each love. We'll hear more on this topic, just not now. Aegeus, I will overrule your will. <sighs> For in the temple, soon enough, with us, 
these couples shall eternally be wed. <laughs> and as the morning has worn herself out, our hunting trip will take some other day. Let's all head home to Athens. Three and three. We'll hold ourselves the solemnest of feasts. Oh, come, Hippolyta. <laughs> How tiny and unclear those troubles seem, like far-off mountains turning into clouds. It's like I see things with divided eyes, for everything seems double. Me as well. And I found Demetrius like a jewel, my own and not my own. Are you sure that we're awake? For it occurs to me that yet we sleep, we dream. Do you not think the Duke was here? Who said to follow him? Yes, and my father. And Polita. And he told us to travel to the temple. Why, we're awake. Let's follow him. Along the way, we'll tell each other of our dreams. <laughs> When my cue comes, call me and I will answer. My next cue is most fair pyramid. Oh. 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 <clears throat> Peter Quince? Flute the bellows mender. Snout the tinker. Starveling? Oh my god. They ran away and left me asleep. had a most rare vision. I have had a dream beyond the smarts of man to say what dream it was. I mean, the man's an ass to go examining this dream. I thought I was... There is no man can tell what. I thought I was... And I thought I had... But man is but a mended fool if he even offers to say what I thought I had. The eye of man has not heard. The ear of man has not seen. Man's hand is not able to taste, nor his tongue to conceive, nor his heart to report what my dream was. Mm. I will get Peter Quince to write a ballad of this dream. It shall be called Bottom's Dream, because it has no bottom. And I will sing it in the latter end of the play before the Duke. Perhaps, to make it the more gracious, I shall sing it at her death. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Send to Bottom's house? Did she come home yet? She'll not be found, Peter Quince. Oh, 
You can bet she's kidnapped. Without her, the, the play is tarnished. It, it can't proceed, can it? Impossible. No man of Athens can discharge Pyramus, but she... No, she has simply the best wit of any handicraftman in Athens. <laughs> yes, and the best person, too. And she is a great paramour if you go by her sweet voice. You must say paragon. <laughs> a paramour is, God bless us, a thing of nothing. Masters, the duke is coming from the temple, and there is two or three lords and ladies more married. If our play had gone forward, we'd have been made men. Oh, 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 sweet bully bottom. So has she lost six cents a day during her life. She'd not have avoided six cents a day. And the duke had not given her six cents a day for playing Pyramus, I'll be hanged. She would have deserved it. Six cents a day as Pyramus or nothing. How is she gonna survive? Where are these lads? Where are these parts? I am to tell you of wonders, but ask me not what for, because if I tell you, I am no true Athenian. I will tell you everything right as it fell out. Let us hear sweet bottoms. Not a word of me. All that I will tell you is that the Duke has dined. Get your apparel together, good strings to your beards, new ribbons to your pumps, meet me presently at the palace, every man look over his part, for the short and the long is... Our play is preferred. Yes! 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 In any case, let Thisbe have clean linen, and let not him that plays the lion clip his nails. For they shall hang out for the lion's claws. And most dear actors, eat no onions nor garlic, for we are to utter sweet breath. And I expect that they shall say it is a sweet comedy. <laughs> Bottom, can you listen to my voice? Is it too high? No more words. Going away. away. Go away. <laughs> story, Theseus, that these lovers tell. More strange than true. Mm. I never may believe these antique fables or these fairy tales. Mm. Lovers and madmen have such busy brains, creative fantasies, that capture details more than pure reason ever comprehends. The lunatic, the lover, and the poet reside together in imagination. One sees more devils than vast hell can hold. That is the madman. The lover, all is frantic, sees Helena Troy in an unlikely face. The poet's eye 
which rolls in a fine frenzy, looks round from heaven to earth, from earth to heaven, and as imagination emanates the forms of things unknown, the poet's pen turns them to shapes and gives to nothingness a local habitation and a name. Such tricks have strong imagination that if it would but capture then some joy, it comprehends some bringer of that joy. Mm. Or in the night when one is full of fear, how easy is a bush assumed to bear? <laughs> With all the story of the night told over and all their minds transformed together, experience exceeds imagination. So birthing something solid to endure, however strange and admirable it is. Here come the lovers, full of joy and mirth. Joy, gentle friends, and freshest days of love accompany your hearts. More than you wish waits in your royal walks, your room, your bed. Come now, what plays? What dances shall we have to wear away this long age of three hours between dessert and off to bedtime? Where is our usual manager of mirth? What festivities await? Is there no play to ease the boredom of a torturous hour? What entertainment have we for this evening? What mask? What music? How shall we all spend the lazy time, if not with some delight? Here is a list of all the fun in store. Make choice of which your highness will see first. <clears throat> the battle with the centaurs to be sung by an Athenian eunuch to the harp. Will none of that. That I have told my love to honor my relation, Hercules. Ooh, the riot of the tipsy bacchanals tearing the Thracian singer in their rage. That is a tired tale. And it was played when I came back a conqueror from Thebes. The thrice three muses mourning for the death of learning late deceased in poverty. That is some satire, keen and critical, most inappropriate for a wedding day. <laughs> Ooh, a tedious brief scene of Pyramus and his love Thisbe. Very tragical mirth. <laughs> Merry and tragical, <laughs> tedious and brief. That's like hot ice and wondrous strange snow. <laughs> How shall we find a chord within this discord? <laughs> a play there is, my lord, some ten words long, which is as brief a play as I have known. Being ten words, my lord, it is too long, which makes it <laughs> tedious. For in all the play, no word is right, nor actor who's well cast. Oh. A tragedy, my noble lord, it is. For Pyramus commits a suicide, which, just seeing rehearsed, I must confess, my eyes brimmed over with the merriest tears that passion of loud laughter never shed. <laughs> and, and what are they who play the roles? Some laborers that toil in Athens here who never labored in their minds till now, <laughs> and now have taxed their spotty memories with this same play in honor of your marriage. And we will hear it.
Play On podcast series, A Midsummer Night's Dream, was translated into the modern tongue by Jeff Witte and directed by Catherine Eaton. Sound designer, Arjun Chef and Patrick Burgess. Sound engineer, Sadaharu Yagi. Dialogue editor, Larry Walsh. Executive producer, Michael Goodfriend. Senior producer, Miriam Lauba. Managing producer, Robert Cappadona. Coordinating producer, Taylor Bailey. Casting by the Telsey office, Karen Castle, CSA, and Ada Karamanian. The cast is as follows. Alexandra Henriksen as Helena. Amari Cheatham as Oberon. Armando McLean as Aegeus and Snug. Cedric Lamar as Flute and Mustard Seed. Christopher Livingston as Demetrius and Peas Blossom. Daisuke Tsuji as Pak. David Fur as Theseus. Kopal Pivan as Lysander. Jamie Ann Romero as Hermia and Cobweb. Gina Yi as Quince and Moth. Jen Harris as Bottom. Manila Luzon as Hippolyta. And Michelle Beck as Titania. Additional support was provided by voice and text consultant Rebecca Clark Carey. Equipment and recording engineer Tommy Freed, the senior manager of business operations and partnerships at Next Chapter Podcasts, is Sally Cade Holmes. The Play On Podcast series A Midsummer Night's Dream is produced by Next Chapter Podcasts and is made possible by the generous support of the Hits Foundation. For more about the series, go to playonpodcasts.com. Where you'll find interviews with the artists, producers, and engineers who brought it all to life. Bottoms up. Next chapter podcasts.